Hello, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast. Um, Today's topic is going to be on something that we covered or I covered um, when I did my last counseling session earlier this week, and it's the idea of wanting to belong to a community and also to someone. Um, This all kind of came up when I told my counselor that I've noticed I've been feeling incredibly lonely. And it was easy for me to associate that with my breakup because I I figured that the breakup was what caused loneliness. But then I was able to really sink deeper and um, just recognize that it's a feeling that I've had for years, um, tracing back to my childhood. And he did a really good job of helping me reframe the thought into a positive and instead of talking about how lonely I felt it was more expressing how healthy and normal it is for us to want to one belong to a community and two um, want to belong to someone else so I want to talk about the community one first this one's one I didn't really think about at all I didn't really think about either, honestly, but this one really, really stood out to me because I I wasn't familiar with this concept. So essentially what I brought up was that I envied people that just had some sort of connection to their environment. And the example that I kept coming back to because it was the easiest one for me to understand is the video game community. Um, I've met some people, one of my old roommates actually, that were incredibly drawn into video games. They had an entire um, fan, not fan base, friend base, um, and maybe fan base, um, but they had so many people that they interacted with online that fulfilled this sense of community for them where they felt so connected to that demographic and it just like checked that social box. And I find myself really infatuated with this demographic because I I think it's something so beautiful and I'm so mesmerized by how much unity and positivity and just uplifting there is in that community. And don't get me wrong, I'm sure that there's a dark side to it too. Um, but I definitely think that there's a lot of benefits to it and a lot of good. I personally watch a lot of Pokemon YouTubers. Um, Pokemon's an incredibly big part of my life. It has been since it first came out 25 years ago. And I find myself watching um, live streams where they do shiny hunting or just playthroughs or just different things that are really um, more of just like being around someone, if that makes sense. It's less... It is entertainment, but it's more just like socializing without actually having someone there. And I find it almost therapeutic. I find it something that I can play as background when I'm working or it makes me feel like I'm not alone. Um, And sometimes I even fall asleep to that because it just makes me feel like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not in my space by myself. And I thought that was really interesting. Um. But there's also so many other different types of communities that people like to fall into. Like some people are just really close to their family, where their family is their bubble. They just really spend a lot of time with them and they're just super happy with 
being so close to their family members. They have a lot of siblings, and I think that's beautiful. And there are those people that just have a really big friend circle. I think that they're out there. Um, I've never been that person. I have some of the most amazing friends on this earth, but I recognize that I have a very small friend circle, and it does sometimes make me lonely. You know, having people to talk to on a regular basis is something that I didn't recognize that I wanted or needed. Um, I pride myself in having some of the best friends out there. I have friends who will be there for me for anything. And they've proven it over and over and over. And they know it's always reciprocal. There's a lot of love between my close friends and I. But we have one of those friendships where we're all in so many different stages in our lives that it's not necessarily normal for us to text every day. And it's not necessarily normal for us to hang out every week or every other week or every month. Sometimes I see my friends once a month. Sometimes I go months without seeing them, but it's never in a, never out of a bad place. It's usually because our lives are just so all over the place. We're just in such different stages in our lives. Um, and I don't take it personal. I respect the fact that my friends have a lot going on. And like I said before, I feel like they are some of the best people in the world. But I do recognize that I find myself wanting to connect more with people, more and more and more. And with my last relationship, I think that I had a a little bit of a fault in putting the best friend role and the only friend role in a way towards my 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 partner because I made him spend so much time with me that he filled the partner role and the friend role. And of course, during the pandemic, it was even harder to socialize and that didn't make it easier. Um, But we spent so much time together and it was checking a lot of social boxes for me. But I recognize now that I really wish I had a a healthier outlet to do that. I never want to put all those um, expectations on one person ever. Um, Even with friends, I think it's healthy to have that friend that you like to go get lunch with and have that friend that you like to go get some drinks with and have that friend that you go shopping with and that friend that you just text in the middle of the day and say, hey, what are you doing in 35 minutes? Let me go pick you up. And they're down. And that friend that you have to plan, you know, weeks in advance because they're busy and you're busy. I think it's good to have all different types of those friends. And I also think that it's okay for us to want to have um, big and small friend circles. Like for me, I love the idea of having more people in my life, but I also don't want to have so much social time to where I can't breathe by myself because I am more of an introvert at heart and I just really unwind well by myself. And my my um, energy gets drained when I'm around too many people. And so I think having a small group of great friends is super beneficial. But then I start to understand the idea of the community more. And that's where things start to kind of change because 
the idea of the community is to be a part of something where it fulfills something not just socially but internally for us and then we leave those interactions feeling very 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 taken care of very full um and i i think you know i thought really hard to what type of communities i felt like i belonged to and in a way pokemon came up but i don't have a lot of friends that are really Pokemon players or into the anime like I am but I have met more people as the years have gone by and it's been nice to tap into that and then I do have the people I see on YouTube but it's not a real person-to-person interaction or online interaction so then I thought about another community that I've had in my life that I kind of forgot was so important to me and that would be the, the fitness community um, I spent the last 10 years as a side job teaching group fitness classes, and I've taught everything from cycling to yoga to lifting to kind of a little bit of everything. And there's something incredibly dynamic about the group fitness and gym community that I don't know how else to put into words. I mean, I spent some time as a personal trainer. I spent some time working in membership and sales at Fur Gyms front desk, um, just a little bit of everything. And every time I'm in that space, there's something that I notice that is consistent and it's a sense of unity and a desire for people to feel happy and successful. People go in there with a goal to leave feeling happier and more successful and to reach a goal. And that could be different for everyone. I mean, the gym that I work at has some spa amenities. There's times where I see people that just want to go in and take a swim and enjoy the spa. And there's times where I see people that want to take a few classes and socialize with their friends. And there's times I see people that just want to lift and have their headphones in and do their thing. Even the people that you never talk to, you see them at the same time every day. And it's hard not to give them a, a, a smile or you know shake your head when you see them. And they know that you see them and you know that they see you because you're so used to it. It's a a part of your community. But specifically in the group fitness setting, there's something so magical about that community because I've met some of the most inspirational and life-changing people in group fitness. Like, gosh, I think back to all the classes I've taught and I've, I've been with around people who have just are going through so much in their personal lives and this is like their one chance to escape or people who are just really there because they don't know what to do um, with exercise and this gives them some hope. I've worked with people who or talked to people who they really just love interacting with the other people in class and it gives them a sense of motivation and the biggest honor is when I interact with people who say that they just come to the class because they really like my instruction and I just it just really hits you differently because you see such a fun group of people who just genuinely care about each other and about achieving their goals and about doing something positive because during that hour that we're together there's nothing negative we're we're not thinking about the things that are happening in the world. We're not worried about um, 
anything. We're just trying to get from beginning to end on the workout. And we're just trying to enjoy ourselves and become healthier. Granted, we all have our on days and off days. It's always going to happen. You're always going to have a day where you're just like, I'm here because I want to, but I'm also super annoyed I'm here because I had such a crazy week and I just want to go home and I'm so tired, but I'm here anyway. And we're meeting on the social those days. But the fact that you felt that you wanted that community to be part of your life, even if you were so burnt out that day, there's something special about that. And when COVID happened, um, that community was kind of taken away from me. And I never really noticed that it was such a big part of my life. I never really noticed that I was going to miss it so much. Um, I didn't even notice that it was going to impact me in ways that it did. And so here I am trying to figure out with my therapist what a community looks like for me. And I realized I had one and I lost it. And I'm slowly getting it back because before, you know, before everything shut down, I was teaching 10 classes a week and now I'm currently teaching one. Um, but I feel like there's a lot of hope for me to jump back into that community. But then I also wonder what other things are out there. I have always been someone that admires people who are adventurous and do things outside. Um, Although I feel like I'm pretty fit, I don't really go outside a lot. I don't go hiking. I don't go to the beach. I don't really go to the river. I don't do any of the traditional summer activities like floating the river and, uh, gosh, camping and all these different things. I don't, I don't ski. I don't snowboard. I don't do a lot of those social activities outside, but I'm always so envious of people that have that. And then I start to wonder, like, what do I do? How do I start? Is there a group that I join to do that? Is is this something that I just really need to get out of my comfort zone? You know, and then that starts to tap into my social anxiety, but that's a whole other conversation. Um, but you have to start to ask yourself sometimes, what's worth it? Is it worth putting yourself in a situation that's a little out of your comfort zone to find yourself in a new community and then embrace it? Or do you just sit on the sidelines and just wait, wonder what it's like to be in that community? And I think I've spent too much time sitting in the sidelines um, waiting. And the end result is loneliness. Maybe temporarily it's hard to notice, but as the years go on and I notice that I'm not as attached to the communities that I wish I were, and I notice that my social circle has gotten smaller because I grew up. I'm not in high school. I'm not in college. I'm not in my 20s anymore. I'm in my 30s, and I have a smaller social circle, and my friends are doing their own thing. And so I realize, oh, it was normal in my early 20s to hang out with people from college, like, all the time, every day, all the time. And now that becomes once a month. And it's, you know, that's a big shock. And then I think about it and it's like, 
I really need this community and I've been pushing it away because I could. And then the end result's loneliness. And it's hard to feel lonely. It's hard to feel like you have nothing to really look forward to and that your day-to-day is just dark no matter what you do. And it's also nice to know that there's various types of communities out there for us to want to belong to. And I, I know that with like trial and error, we will find the ones that we want to be a part of. Um, but then that also brings me to the next part of this. It's that wanting to belong to someone else. So I initially felt when I was talking to my therapist, um, like I put too much of my energy into wanting to find a partner and I put too much of my energy into making all of my time, all of my free time be with my partner to the point where I think I had, I had an unhealthy attachment towards my most recent ex And when I think further back in other relationships, I can confidently say that I had an unhealthy attachment towards the people I was dating. I spent too much time with them. I lost my friend circles. I didn't talk to anybody else. And I totally see how that's not the best thing to do. And it makes you wonder. It makes you feel bad. It makes you feel sad. But then my therapist, he insisted that I look at it as a positive and say, hey, it's okay to want to belong to someone else. Yes, there's a way to be healthy and have boundaries. And there's a way to understand what you need as a person and your worth and your goals and not losing track of your communities and your friends. But the idea of wanting to be with someone, that's a normal human need. Um, he compared it to like the need of wanting to drink water or needing to drink water, the need to eat, you know, that kind of stuff. And the need for love is true. And wanting someone to love you, that's not necessarily a bad thing. And so that's a hard one for me to process. For some reason, that one hit a string that I didn't really realize that it would do. Almost to the point where when I think about it, um, it brings me to tears. It really hits my core. I, I was thinking about this particular topic when I was going for a walk earlier, which I don't usually do, but I was in a not-so-happy headspace, so I needed to do something to clear my head. And the more I thought about that desire to want to belong to someone else, the more it almost brought me to tears as I was walking. And I I started to look around and just notice, like, it's easy to see when you look around that everyone's happy when you're not feeling happy. It's easy to assume that everyone that's together is a happy couple. And I think that when I'm in a different headspace, I'm able to honestly see the reality of things. But that desire to want to belong to someone else is so deeply rooted in me. And for some reason right now, it just keeps on popping up more and more and more that I'll be honest, everywhere I looked today when I was walking, I saw people. 
with their kids. And I just thought about a happy family. I saw people with their significant others walking and I just was just so sad about not having someone to walk with. And then I ended up at the food carts and I got myself some dinner um, and some bubble tea. And I just kept looking around and I'm someone that can confidently and comfortably uh, take myself out to dinner and drinks all the time. But today I hit differently. As I was sitting there, I just felt this sensation of loneliness and sadness and this reality sink in that I want to belong to someone. I want to find someone who wants me too. And seeing people just sitting there, eating together, talking, it just hit me super differently today. And I think what hit me differently was um, the realization that this isn't about my recent breakup as much as I thought it was. I've been putting a lot of eggs in that basket and blaming my recent breakup for a lot of my emotional roller coasters and a lot of my deep feelings. But the truth is, I'm realizing with therapy that the breakup was hard. But the breakup just reminded me of the deeper issues that were underneath. And that deepest issue is my wanting to belong to someone. And I think that my takeaway from that is, one, it's okay to want to belong to someone. It's okay to want to be in a relationship. It's okay to want to find love. There's nothing wrong with that. But two, I need to work on my attachment because there's a healthy way to be with someone and there's a not as healthy way. And I think I've fallen in the not as healthy way every time. And in my personal interpretation, a healthy way means you and your partner have great communication. You and your partner do a lot of shared activities, but you and your partner have friend circles that you or that you spend time with. You and your partner socialize separately sometimes. You and your partner both have your own jobs and you're both pretty stable separately and together. Um, you and your partner have shared interests, but you have your own interests that are not shared. And you're able to enjoy the time together just as much as the time away. And I think we're in my opinion, an unhealthy dynamic is when one person makes their whole lives about the other person. And I mean that in a way of like, you no longer talk to your friends. You no longer have your own interests and hobbies. You just share the ones with your partner. You adapt their friend circle. You only hang out with your partner. You follow your partner and do whatever they do. You no longer have your independence. And in a way, you just give everything up for that person. And I think sometimes those two things can blur because I do think that sometimes in relationships, sacrifices have to be made during certain times, you know, whether it's like, hey, we need to move here for my job. Um, I think it'd be a good move. Or, hey, I think we should buy this house for X, Y, Z. And there's usually negotiation or conversations about those things. But I'm talking about 
not losing your independence, not losing yourself. And I know for me, when I was in every relationship I've been in, I stopped texting my friends as much. I stopped making plans to hang out with my friends. I no longer did Zoom calls with people. I didn't really go anywhere. I always hung out with my partners. I always met their friends. I always went to their place or did, you know, did everything together. And I also never did something by myself. I never said, hey, today is the day for me where I'm going to take myself to the beach and I'm going to go out and journal. I never did anything that was really, truly mine. Um, and even when it comes down to video games, I never, re- I would always watch people play video games. I wouldn't play my own game. I wouldn't do my own thing. I would always want to be part of what they were doing. And I get that my love language is quality time, but I think I really blurred the lines of overly attached to who I was dating. And my goal is to work deeper with my therapist about where those attachments came from and why I do that towards the people I'm dating. And I think it's going to bring me back to my childhood and uncover some harder topics that I just have repressed. And I'm ready for it. I'm tired of feeling like I'm in a funk. I'm tired of feeling like there's no one out there for me. I'm tired of feeling like I have to um, feel bad for wanting to be with someone. And I'm tired of feeling like I don't belong to a community. I want to feel connected. I want to be able to open my window and look at the sunshine and just smile and feel that smile from my face into my heart. And it has been such a long time since I've been able to do that. And we're not talking relationship. We're not talking anything like that. We're just talking from years. You know, I I think I just really want to belong to people and I want to belong to a community and I want to belong to someone romantically And I want to belong to friends platonically. I just want to belong. And I think the first step of all of this is accepting that it's okay to want to belong. And it's okay to admit that, hey, sometimes we try when we're younger to belong and fit in. And and it doesn't work. And it doesn't mean you have to outgrow that desire to want to belong. It just means that you just have to try a different avenue. A lot of people think that, okay, well, you tried this when you were in your high school ages and it didn't work. And then you tried this and it didn't work in your college ages. But now you're old. So, you know, just get married and move on and have kids. And I get that can work for some people. But at the end of the day, I'm looking to solve deeper issues that are embedded in me. I don't want to mask things by just, you know, having kids and meeting a spouse. Like, I want to feel like I belong in a community that gives me fulfillment. I want to feel like I belong to someone in a healthy way that gives me fulfillment. But I also want to feel like I belong to myself. And when I say that, I want to feel like I am so happy with where I'm at in my life and where I'm at alone 
with people that I am so excited to be by myself and eat that pizza at the park with a book or I guess um, probably TikTok or something or, you know, go for a walk and not care what, how loud my music's playing um, and just know that I am happy. I'm, my life is full. I'm belonging to myself, to someone else, and to a community. I don't want to mask it with temporary fixes or I don't want to accept the narrative of, well, I mean, if you didn't get it when you were younger, you know, now that you're older, it's just kind of how, what it's like to be an adult. You just move on. It's like, no, I don't accept that. I deserve to belong to myself, to a community, and to someone else. And so that was really my big message for today. Um, I'd love to hear from you. What are some of your thoughts, shared experiences? How are you feeling?